You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. They call it social distancing, a concept that some members of The Dan Patrick Show have been practicing for years. Uh, I remember this girl going, gross, get away from me. (laughs) Some members of the show struggle giving people personal space. I think we all need to hug as often as possible during the breaks, after the show, before the show. No, never with you, ever. But with recent events, it's important to remember that the Dan Patrick Show is available with no human interaction. None. No. No. So listen on your radio, via podcast, or even YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. A safe place to go. Dan Patrick. Welcome to The Dan Patrick Show. Temporarily not working from home. Or the studio. Basically, what I'm saying is Dan Patrick is off today. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles. In for Dan Patrick. Uh, hey, I want to thank you guys for filling in, too. The reaction has been great. Is Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb. Final hour of the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes with a planned week off. Everything is all good. Just a week off they had planned before uh, all of this coronavirus madness hit. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb. In for them today is a, a smorgasbord of us filling in for them throughout the rest of the week here on Fox Sports Radio. And look, it's it's another weekend, uh, another week we're heading up to of, of what the new normal is in the United States and, and what we're all going through every every day trying to figure out, you know, day to day, do I go to the store today, do I not? And, uh, you know, one thing we're all getting is a lot of time at home, a lot of time to stream things on television, a lot of time to get projects done around the house and you know, Doug, I know you went to Home Depot this weekend. Went to Home Depot. And uh, Bed Bath & got... Beyond as well. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm you kidding. went to... Nice. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm oh, you didn't go to Bed Bath no, & Beyond? No, just, but I did go to Home Depot. Oh, okay. Because I, I braved Target a couple of times, and that was that was a big thing for me. Uh, how, how are you guys doing on the paper towels? Uh, paper towels are okay. Toilet paper and paper towels are actually okay. Uh, it, the, the biggest things that my wife is, is so upset about are is that flour is really hard to get. The three big, the three biggest things you want to go to a grocery store what to try kind to get of flour uh, is our toilet paper, yes, flour, yeah, and rice. Those are the three things that every time she goes in, you know, I've gone to the store a couple of times, th- that's gone. It's gone very early what in the day, she, and you have to get it. What does she make with flour? No, anything. Make pasta, making anything she wants she to makes make. Pasta? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, her and my daughter do a whole thing. Make pasta. They have a pasta maker. She loves doing it. But flour is so ingrained in so many things she wants to make food at home but flour is really difficult to get flour and rice people are buying off the shelves like crazy and i made the worst mistake i went to went to target and i, I found rice i'm like oh it's awesome and it was brown rice I'm like great all the rice was gone except this was like the only rice that was left mm-hmm. and i'm figuring <laughs> oh i'm lucky right i got i don't care it's brown so i buy like like three bags of the brown rice and not the big ones, but the small ones. I bring them home. She's like, oh, where'd you get those? Oh, I, that was all, all it was left. I was like, all right, great. And then we made it. We ate it and go, oh, now I know why this is left on the shelves. It wow. was it was the worst rice ever. And I'm like, now I get that. I, and I felt dumb because I bought the rice that clearly everybody else knew not to buy. And it was still the only rice on the shelves at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I should have known that, but I felt stupid. Uh, okay. what What did you miss this weekend like in sports mm. would have been we would have been discussing a final four it's yeah. been final four week and we've been what, headed to atlanta so we've been yeah. or major league baseball's opening weekend 
or, or NBA, like, did you did you find yourself sitting down ever and going like, man, I wish I was on? Oh, NCAA easy. You know, more you than know, your Mets. You know how much I love baseball. Yeah, I'm still not at the point where I'm missing it yet. Uh, maybe because baseball, I've always thought it begins way too early, right? And now we're starting. You know, March 26th was opening day. Obviously, with everything going on in the country, it was different. But I just wasn't at the 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 spot to miss baseball yet. It really hit me Thursday night when Thursday was opening day. But I'm like, it would have been opening day on the first night of regionals, and I'm like, I, I really. I, I, I fail to find myself missing baseball. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to get there. I know I'm going to get there because because of how much I love baseball. But especially with this NCAA tournament that we would have seen, like we, we have been talking about, dude, Dayton is crushing everybody. All right, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best player that everybody is now finally getting a chance to see because I haven't seen him all year because he plays for Dayton, right? Was Creighton going to be a team that was hot knife through butter through everybody? We see these mid-majors suddenly be the most dominant teams in the NCAA tournament. What kind of snubs would there have been? Because the list would have been 20 teams long this year with, with the way the season has gone. This has been such a crazy, out-of-control basketball season. I was missing what the storylines could have been. You know, was was yeah. was Garza going to be unstoppable? Would they have gotten in the tournament? Would he be unstoppable had they gotten in the tournament? Like, all these things, I'm thinking, this is what I'm missing, all the possibilities of those storylines. That's interesting. I mean, I you're, I watched the championship games of the past. I can't say, did I did I miss the games? Like, yeah. I don't think America missed, missed the NCAA tournament that much. Just, really? I just don't, because there wasn't, this was like kind of a nothing college basketball season to many of the, even the big boys that figured, you know, Kansas became the best team and Kentucky won the mm-hmm. SEC and kind of you go through, you know, the bigger Dukes with, though they floundered down the stretch, they still were going to have a shot. I, I, you know, you and I know Dayton. Okay. And Obi Toppin, but I don't think America got to know him. I think, you know, those kids, honestly, this, People start to understand the true value of the tournament and what it does for your own personal brand when you don't have that opportunity. It's a bummer way to end the season. I don't know. I, I, you know, I can't say that I was missing the NBA, although it was, it was just now cranking up to be good, right? Like the Lakers just kind of figured it out. The Clippers were getting whole. You know, you had the Bucks. You had a couple other teams in the East, like the Celtics and Jason Tatum was playing great. Um, I don't think it's hit home yet. Like. I'm I'm with you. Not having opening day of Major League Baseball, you miss, but you don't pay attention to it right away. You're like, yeah, it's still very, very early. Somebody jumps out, hits five home runs in the first 10 games. You don't take them seriously yet. I don't, I think we're still in a pretty happy place where we missed basketball. We missed the tournament, but it's okay. They put championship games on. There's at least some hoop on TV. You miss baseball, but baseball, it's not yet baseball season in many places. I actually think you miss the kids stuff the most. I just do. You just you get so programmed as an adult to either watch or coach your kids and take them somewhere. And some of it is good, right? We all mm-hmm. need like a collective twenty second timeout. Like, hey, let's take a breath and actually. How many times you had family dinner? We had. I mean, we had a family dinner. All, I mean, I mean, like a year, like five times. Yeah. Right. Everybody's going somewhere else, and now it's almost like we can have family dinner again. We just had like the last five nights in a row. <laughs> I don't want to sit across from these people anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's like you, you start to, oh, we're going to do family dinner and we got to talk some stuff out. Um, so I, I think though, missing your, I, I've gotten to where I'm missing my kids play. Like my son's baseball season had just mm-hmm. gotten underway. Hoop season was like full effect. 
you know, and then coinciding with coming back on a Saturday, watching ball on TV. I just, I think you miss that normal and you wonder when we're going to get, get back to, to whatever our new normal is. Yeah. Well, for the pros, the NBA, I didn't miss as much because I, I, I know everything already, right? Where once you get Whoa. to, once you get to game 55 yeah. or so of the NBA season, that's kind of how the season's going to end. Right, the only drama really from game fifty-five to the end is what's the bottom of each conference going to look like. Right, who's going to make the who's going to make a run to get in the eighth spot? Who's going to move from eighth to six? Who's going to slide from six to eighth? Who's going to go from seventh to out? That's really the drama because the best teams have already pre- like you're not going to see suddenly a big change at the top of the standings, and the Lakers are going to take a big dive, and someone's going to overtake. It's not baseball, so the NBA is kind of like all right. We're I've been felt like we're sitting around waiting for the Lakers Clippers. Western Conference final for a long time now. Uh, baseball, like I said, getting into it. But college basketball is that I, I like the fact that this was going to be different. You know, I like the fact, and that's why I'm surprised that you're not as missing it as much because I like the fact that for once we wouldn't always be talking about Duke. You know, it wouldn't be all right now. Here's, you know, I, we, we're going to talk about for, Duke and I'm Kansas. Not for and, me personally, you know? uh, one, I would, it probably was going to come back around to being two or three of the names anyway. Uh, but two, I'm telling you that no matter how much people say, and I know you do love these Cinderella stories, the numbers tell you that unless Duke is in it, not enough people watching. Unless Carolina's in it, mm-hmm. unless Kentucky's in it, unless Kansas is in it, like those are Syracuse to a lesser extent. Those are the ones that rate. Look, we had a great Final Four last year with a couple of unbelievable endings. The Auburn-Virginia game and the the Every Virginia game, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and you know the the national championship game, and you could talk about going to overtime and um, amazing stuff. But the viewership tells you that people want the brand names; they just do. And this was just a weird year where we didn't have this group of star-studded freshmen that we're going to play and star. You know, the Wiseman kid plays a handful of games and he's done. Cole Anthony wasn't going to make the tournament with North Carolina. You have you know Lamelo Ball is playing. A couple of them playing Australia. Um, and so I, I don't think it was just a very abnormal year. Is that can be that be good? Yes. And have some weird results. Sure. But I don't know if like America sitting at home going, I would have liked to learn about Obi Toppin and the rest of those Dayton flyers today. I don't think that's, I don't, I don't think that's totally how we're wired. And I think that, that we became so became hyper-focused really on Tom Brady when the selection show was, uh, was eliminated, right? It became Tom Brady week. And then this week was Brady and a little bit of Dak and a little bit of Cam Newton week. So I don't know what people miss, but I'm not sure. They'll probably say they missed the tournament, but they missed they missed gambling. You missed the first two days where there's upsets and you can't believe it. And then you tear your bracket up and you're like, wait a second, I might win this thing anyway. That's what they miss. You know, I mean, the pageantry of the tournament, everything that goes along with it, the going out to watch the games, the keeping track of your brackets. Uh, oh, my bracket is screwed because I, oh, I was the one that I, I'm glad I have Dayton winning it all. I got sure. Dayton playing Creighton or Dayton playing Villanova, whatever, however you want to do it. People are always going to, it's always going to be built in that way. Yeah. I just think as the tournament went on, here's these new guys. And, and there could have been a bit of a rally around, oh my God, thank God we're not talking about Duke all the time this is something nice now once you get to the final four weekend you want chalk to be there right because you know as much as you want upsets that means we don't have chalk at the end if we don't get upsets but that means we could get chalk at the end but i think we, we could have had been able to embrace other storylines specifically if it was what if it was the mid-majors year to be that dominant 
and suddenly it's, you know, we're watching a couple of those teams that we don't expect to make way through the tournament and not just win. And Because it's one thing for a team like Butler to win and go, boy, this is surprising. Oh, Butler's won again. Oh, Butler won again. Oh, here they are again the next year. Butler's done. George Mason's doing it. But to see a team do it and be, hey, you got to beat us, you know, we're, we're the team you got to go through. That I think you know could have set college basketball and, and you know a complete 180 in how we look at this tournament and and really the tournament going forward. Would this be where more mid majors have to get in? Would this be a situation where you say, boy, we got to let more mid majors in? We can't let less blue blood programs in. Maybe we need more than 68 teams. Maybe we, maybe you this guys has to so push far a ahead bit of yourselves. Like we had Wichita State was a one seed was undefeated a couple of years ago. We've seen we've actually seen this. This this whole that the whole you know Gonzaga we they're really more high major but they played for a national championship and we've seen you mentioned VCU and George Mason and Butler who was the, the first year they went wasn't that they were preseason top ten team the second year they went it was a lot more surprising in back to back years but we've we've seen that before the, the difference this year was that uh, until Kansas kind of figured it out um, the Blue Bloods weren't as as dominant you still looked in the top 10 and still most of the names most of the names that you know and obviously carolina having a terrible year was a a surprise but you know ucla kind of figured it out late and duke was had had dudes and um you know kansas was the best team in the country so i i don't think that the dayton being a one seed was something we haven't seen before but I would have, this was definitely a tournament where you could say, I don't know who the favorite is. You'd be like, all right, if you don't love Kansas, it's hard to find somebody other than Dayton that you do love. And they already played once before. I just, this is a, I, what I'm fascinated by is what this does long-term. Like the, to me, that's more fascinating than what we're missing in the short that not term. Have, what not having the tournament does long-term? No. Uh, what, like the, the shift in schedules. Um, what, what does this do long-term, you know, do we figure out like, you know, they're going to play the masters in October. So instead of Azaleas, are we going to have the mums, mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, the chrysanthemums <laughs> of Augusta national, right? These are fake birds. You're piping in sound that are not fake, uh, fake birds. They're, they're not, they're not there in October. They're, they're they, they, north. they leave in April. They're not there in October. I, I found chrysanthemums that out. <laughs> of Augusta national. Oh, no, by, I, by the know, way, are there any, any smarter people than golf fans? Cause they know things like that. Oh, that, that, that bird sound is not uh, uh, germane to the area. No, I'm sorry. You're yeah, doing that completely. wrong. Completely. They know exactly what birds are supposed to be on what holes as well yeah. um uh, here's a here's just, a, oh, that that's a that's a rule the golfer violated there i know nobody else in the masters got it but i'm watching tv at home i know that's a rule violation i, I just i just mean like is the nba going to really start in at christmas time is it going to end in the summer you know the reason that we've avoided the summer is not because the summer olympics or because of baseball is because in so many years in the past people go on vacation and they don't watch TV on vacation or they don't, you know, they don't have to bring their box with them. So they don't rate and the ratings are down. The overall cumin viewership is down. Does that change? Do people not go on vacation this summer? Not just because you don't want to travel because you don't have any money because people are losing. If you didn't lose your job, you lost, you know, half your savings. So, um, you know, is, does that change? And do we start, <coughs> does summer league change? The drafts change. The NFL draft is going to, it's going to be crazy. I mean, think about this, that you're having, I, I talked to two GMs this weekend. They both said about the same number, about 25% of their work cannot be completed. You know, like they can still do the meetings on zoom and they can meet with prospects, but you know, being able to see a kid run in person when you can't, 
a quarterback throw in person when you can't interact with him? Like, this is kind of how it's always been done. How much does this change the draft? And if you, how many swings and misses are there in the draft? You know, do we do they stretch the draft out over a couple more nights because there's nothing else on TV? All of this stuff could set a precedent that is not changed in the near future. Twitter out. How about a fresca? Doug at Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes today. Coming up next, Matt Holiday stopping by, former oh. MLB star. Uh, baseball having a big agreement over the weekend that they'll come back when there's no social distancing and people can be together again and there's no travel restrictions. When could baseball actually return? All that and more. We got to keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. Planned week off for Dan and the Danettes. They'll be back next week. Everything is all good, just on a bit of vacation. Uh, Major League Baseball made a big decision. On Friday, over the weekend, we started to get the details on it that they figured out when they're going to return and maybe what's going to turn out to be a boilerplate agreement for the other sports as well. Major League Baseball has agreed to will return players and, and the league says when there's no restrictions on mass gatherings and fans can come to games. So that kind of throws out the we'll play in empty stadiums when there's no travel restrictions uh, between the United States and Canada and when health officials say it is safe for everybody to be close to each other, not have to practice social distancing. This is how Major League Baseball is going to return. Joining us now on the hotline, former MLB outfielder. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Holiday OSU. That's at Matt Holiday OSU. The aforementioned Matt Holiday. What's happening, my friend? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Okay, so Matt, I my, my first question is, uh, how long does it take? When they say, okay, we're back, how long do you think it'll take Major Leaguers to get up and get up and running because I believe in most states guys are locked out of the facilities, but I know there's these like speakeasy, you can go in and throw and hit. How long does it take guys to get back up and running? You know, I would say for position players, not long at all. Uh, probably I would say 10 days, you know, you would feel pretty comfortable if you got some live pitching, some, uh, some simulated games, maybe a couple exhibition games, uh, I think he could be ready because they've already had a big bulk, and yeah, they're probably going to have end up having a few months uh, where they've been uh, back to their to their homes. But uh, I, I think the pitchers and how if they expand the rosters and they don't aren't dead set on pitchers having uh, built themselves up to the eighty to hundred pitch mark to where uh, they've added a few pitchers to the roster, and now all of a sudden you just ask your pitchers at the beginning of this, at the season uh, maybe to throw. Uh, four or five innings and that that doesn't tax your bullpen, I think that they could be up and running pretty quick. Um, I think most of the pitchers uh, will probably in in able to throw right now, uh, you know, as far as social distancing. I mean, playing catch, playing long toss and outside in a field. Uh, there's plenty of places to do that, at least uh, where I'm at. <laughs> I don't know, if, you know, where, where the guys all ended up, but um, you should be able to throw and, and guys should be able to still keep their arm in pretty good shape coming off of of, of a, most of a spring training so my guess is is not not nearly as long as as you would anticipate a normal spring training 
You know, Matt, we watched LeBron James say over the weekend that, hey, what's it going to be like when I'm going for a loose ball against someone who I know had coronavirus? Are we going to be able to do that? And the NBA having playing at close quarters, uh, maybe the players might want to have second thoughts and go, wait a minute, are you sure it's really safe? Is it going to be safer for baseball players to come back because there's less contact, uh, you know, whether it's only really plays at the plate or if a runner is being held on base or a batter in the batter's box, we can kind of keep that down a little bit so baseball may come back before the others? Yeah, that would seem to make sense to me. I, I think that you're you're definitely looking at a, a less uh, contact-oriented sport. Uh, I think, you, yes, like you could probably – be much safer as far as distancing goes as, as, as maybe not so much with your teammates just because you spend so much time uh with each other and and travel and, and all those things but as far as uh contact with the other team and there's going to be no scenarios where uh like you said maybe outside of a, of a play at the home plate which nowadays nobody runs in anybody anyways um you shouldn't really have a whole lot of interaction with the other team uh, so I think, yeah, I think, I think that's a good point. Um, I don't know if, if, the, you know, I, again, I don't, I'm not a, 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 you know, real up to date on, on exactly, you know, how this virus gets transmitted, but I would think that baseball would be, would be something that, that you could start maybe back, uh, maybe a little bit faster, but I think everybody's going to play this real safe. So, um, I would, I would think that, uh, it'll be when, when everybody is very, very sure, um, that nobody has it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the opposite tact. I I I I know that we look at it. And we're like, hey, they never come in contact. They all touch the, the you touch the baseball, and guys That's always true. and guys yeah. go to their mouth all the time. You know when they're touch, yeah. t- touching the baseball. So you know it's like, all right, well, does the pitcher have it? Does the does the the the, the catcher have it? Um, Matt, I'm, I'm. They do throw a ball out every play, though. They, they do. They, they do in Major League Baseball. They do. That's, that's the one thing. Like, they go through how many? How many baseballs? Um, oh, five pitches, know, right? Five pitches, right? Is what now, a baseball averages. Nowadays, if he touches the dirt, they throw it out anywhere. If you throw it to first base and the and the first baseman scoops it, it's out. I mean, they, they throw it out for everything. So it's just maybe they'll just change the ball every pitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know if this intrigues you, but it it, it interests me, like. Look, I think we're going to ha- I'm pretty sure we're going to have a season, but this is a big year in baseball. Like one you like Mookie Betts would get a credit for a year and be a free agent. The Dodgers just move mountains to trade for him. That would be weird. And then you have uh, are, isn't the new collective bargaining agreement up like this was going to be a big year for the players because they were unhappy with the last agreement and this thing kind of got done and they're willing to take only 4% of their pay like it would be it it would there was a lot would be changed and turned over if we didn't have a baseball season. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, obviously uncharted territory, and there's got a lot to be figured out. I mean, I mean, what are the contracts going to look like this off season? Are our teams going to be willing to look into giving Mookie Betts three four hundred million dollars coming off of this sort of uh, climate, and and how much? owners are stand to lose or, or, you know, what the, even the economy looks like going forward. I mean, as far as what these free agents, these free agents going to be willing to take uh, a one-year deal and see if the, the market or the economy is better the next year. Um, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of uh, unknowns with the bargaining agreement and, and, you know, the relationship with the players and the owners. Is it, is it a, is it a better place now? Uh, because maybe there's perspective on what the country's gone through and, and maybe what's important and, and everybody will be so excited just to have sports 
and baseball back on the field and people will have something to kind of distract themselves from, from the last, uh, you know, at, th- at that point will be sort of a, a lot of ugliness and, and this pandemic and, and people will be excited to have sports back on TV and have a chance to go watch sports and be around people and, and, and kind of the excitement of, of hopefully what a World Series will bring. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's an interesting, uh, obviously, uncharted territory with the sport and all sports. So uh, the relationship with the players and the owners, you're right, was, was on, I think, a little bit rocky road going into this next agreement. And the players were, 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 you know, I think the owners were looking to get some stuff and the players were, were looking to get stuff back and, and the draft and how all this is going to work out with the, the MLB draft, if they really do just draft five rounds how that's going to affect the college game and, and what we're trying to do. And uh, it's a, it's an interesting time for baseball and, and maybe more so than any other sport. You know, Matt, you talked about the relationship that the players have with the teams and, and that's kind of where I can see things getting a little crazy is that look, Sports are going to want to come back sooner. Obviously, you know, owners are losing money and they want to be able to fulfill TV contracts. And, you know, they may say, okay, uh, we're good. We got the okay to come back. Can you see players, if it's if it's a case of, they go, well, is it really safe enough for us to come back? Or are you kind of pushing us to come back too early? And then it can become kind of a deal between the players and the teams. You know, I, I don't think so. I, I think the players are ready to play. Yep. Uh, they, I think at the same time, we understand, you know, I think players understand the, uh, the, the seriousness of this virus, but this is, this is what players do. Uh, they train all year. Uh, they want to play baseball. They love it. This is the first time it's promote a lot of them that it's been taken away from them. And, and they, you know, they, they can't wait to get back to it. Um, and so I think if the owners, uh, I think they trust the owners enough that if the owners say, "Hey, we're we're going to play," that they trust that it's a safe time to play. I think everyone knows what's at stake and and uh, and what, what what how bad that could look for owners if the players come back and all of a sudden we've got sick players or anybody that's, that's coming down uh, with the virus again. So I, I think I don't I don't think that that could be an issue. I, I think the owners are. are uh, I think they're they're too they would be too wise uh, to make a, a poor decision on the timing of bringing the players back. Matt Holiday joining us here on the Dan Patrick Show, a seven time All Star, four uh, four time Silver Slugger, uh, and and he joins us along with Jason Smith. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Now, for people who don't know, Matt, you're the you're the hitting coach at Oklahoma State. Your brother Josh is the head coach, and then I don't know if you know about this, Jason. They have like the greatest staff ever. Um, Robin Ventura is like a grad assistant. <laughs> like you guys, are, he's just starting out, right? No, so so he's a student coach. So yeah, he's a full-time yeah, student. full-time student coach. Like this is legit, legit deal, right? And they're going to open. They're supposed to open like the best college baseball stadium anyone's ever had. It oh, looks fantastic! Open, yeah, Obrate Stadium. Okay, so but yeah. for people who aren't around at college campuses, I was talking about how this affects college football and the upcoming season. Let alone your guys' baseball season was essentially canceled. But can you guys even get into the facility? If you have a guy who's rehabbing, in because I know in the pros you're allowed to rehab uh, using your facility. What about in college? No, they've sent them all home. Uh, some of the kids have stuck around. Uh, but, yeah, the facilities at the college are closed. Uh, they can have um, some of the injured guys. Uh, they, they've been going through, uh, I think, the training staff about sending them. Uh, maybe to other places, but yeah, the the school, uh, the athletic department's locked down, shut down. Uh, all the facilities are closed. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, during the summer here in Stillwater, it's 
it's pretty quiet and all the students are, are most for the most part gone but it's it's a ghost town around the university and it's kind of awkward this time of year when it's getting warm and typically there's students out walking the streets and and excited about the spring sports and uh, obviously nothing going on so it's uh yeah they they're i think they're using the rehab situation um they're getting to have uh, interaction, I think, with the trainers, but they're not here, and I think they're sending them to some other facilities, maybe. So I'm not 100% sure on that, but I do know that all the facilities at the university are closed. Uh, okay, last thing. Uh, Bill Self joined me on my show, and he said he, he cleaned out his garage, like a three-car garage. He's pretty pretty proud of it. Um, you know, everyone's done the honey-do list, right? Things that they've done. A buddy of mine says he's going to paint his house. I, like I, yeah. I give as there is there something that a oh. new hobbit habit uh, hobby that you've picked up or a hobbit you've done that you <laughs> Bill never, Baggins you know, is moving never, in with I never would have done this but I got all the time in the world so I've done it. You know the good thing is is that we recently uh, built a wiffle ball field on our property out here a turf wiffle ball field with Ooh. lights and a backstop and uh, so we've. We've put in some time out playing wiffle ball with the family, and uh, and we've we chopped down some trees for firewood for fun. We went and bought a chainsaw and an axe, and the boys have been splitting wood. Um, yeah, so we we've we've done about as much. Uh, we've started to just kind of mess around out there, and and there's a pond out there, so we've we're gonna start maybe fishing, and we've got some. We chopped down some of the the brush around the pond. It's you know, it's yeah, we've done a bunch of stuff, and every day we're trying to come up with a little bit of a new plan so that we don't get stuck in this uh, Groundhog Day uh, routine. But I think they start up some online school stuff this week and, and stuff. So, but it's yeah, the good thing is we've got that property out there where we can kind of go and spread out a little bit. And having four kids, we can kind of get a little bit of space and, and let them roam and, and wear them out a little. Matt, you got a pool over there too. You got a pool and a pond. Pool and a pond. Pool and a pond. Pool you got, you got a pool over there. Uh, we've, we've got a pool at the house, <laughs> but the pond's out at our land. So uh, the pool is not open yet. As I'm looking at it right now, it's it's uh it's not ready to be swam in yet. So or I think we're we'll see if the people that come and and do that sort of thing are going to come on Wednesday or if, if that. See, there's I don't know th- there's. A, there's your new there's your new thing. You're looking for something new. You could become yeah. pool guy. You could become your <laughs> wife's pool boy. A pool boy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, then she'd be sleeping with the, then she'd be sleeping with the pool boy. There 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 you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, follow yeah. Him on Twitter at Matt Holiday OSU. That's at Matt Holiday OSU or at Pool Boy OSU. Be in there as well. Pool right? boy. New Twitter handle. That's his that's his burner account. Thanks so much, Matt. <laughs> Great to talk to you guys. What what's your what's your hobby? What's what's the one thing you've done that you had never done before? Uh, that I've never done before. Well, okay. Number one, uh, I really, I found, I really enjoy Modelo. Yeah. I have not been, I've, I've look, I, I stick with Which one? certain beers. Special or? Yes, the new Special. Oh my God. It's fantastic. It is delicious. I'm like, oh my God. Because look, I, my whole life I've always been, you know, a light beer guy, you know, Coors Light. That's been my beer my whole life. Now, now these guys that I coach with and hang out with have been, you know, they drink Modelo. And I'm like, okay. And now over the course of the past couple of weeks, when I go to the store now, I'm like, yeah, look, get get a six pack of Modelo. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying Modelo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think I would like that, but now I'm like, it's, now I'm drinking it. Now it's like my beer. Every time I watch Better Call Saul, they drink Modelo. I'm like, yeah, Modelo, Modelo, yeah, they have Modelo on the show. I'm gonna have one here while I'm watching it. 
Uh, I was I was thinking I was thinking more about cleaning the house or doing some doing doing a chore around the house. I love. That oh thing. well, yes. uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what I really wanted. Th- this is why my wife and I work so well together. Yes, it says I want to get rid of everything, and yes. she wants to keep everything. That's the opposite of me. I I like keeping. I don't like throwing stuff away. Oh, I want to get rid of everything. Oh, and so the, so I'm like, okay, you know what? Today, this room. Today, this room. And every time I go, just show me what you want to keep, and I'll take care of everything else. And now it's at the point where she's like. I'm not gonna walk into the other room and see what you. No, keep everything. I'm like, no, I'm gonna get rid of some stuff. You got it. You got to. I'm, I'll do it. Don't worry about it. I'll do all. But you tell me what you want to get rid of so we can make some room out here. And that's kind of what I, you know, a room a day. And then I'm like, okay, now I gotta, gotta take a couple of days off because I, I can't have her come in and say, tell me what you like about this room and what you want to get rid of this room because that's what I want to do is is just you know get rid of stuff and move it around and you know that that's kind of all right. We've had this for three months. We're not really using. It. Okay, boom. Let's let's get rid of it. Something else. Put something else in here. Uh, I've cleaned the garage. I think I've cooked on my. Uh, I use the green egg. I've cooked on the the uh, the the Traeger the green egg. Um, I'm gonna go with of the last 14 days, 11 times. Wow, really? 11 times, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To the point where everybody's like, it's every day we're good. Yeah, but I went out and I bought when this thing first. I went out and bought a lot, a lot of like good meat, mm-hmm. you know. And then I have the butcher box stuff that that comes, and so I have a freezer full of meat and fish and whatever. And I've been slowly picking and choosing. Last night it was burgers. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, yeah, so, eleven out of four. That's that's pretty good. Yes, that's a pretty good percentage. Yes, I my, my we get to the point. My wife is like, I'm I'm done. I can't I can't. Let's order something out. All right, let's go get. We'll go we'll go pick it up. I mean, it's, it's, it's really been a whole new way of life. And now it's even when, when, now we get food, we order it out. It's like, okay, I'll bring it in and I'll wear gloves and I'll, you know, open up all the food and we all wash your hands. And, you know, if you touch a bag or something, it's like, okay, go wash your hands again. It's just, it's really weird. No, my brother is a master on that Traeger. We try and kind of one up each other. Like what can we, what rub do we use? He's up in Oregon. He's cooking. I'm cooking. We're like FaceTiming each other, trying to see who does a better job in the grill. Wow, who's winning so far? I'm uh, my food's amazing. I'm mine's 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 much better. Oh, okay. Because I also do, you know, like I I've done some uh, sautéed spit. I've tried to like I got to mix up my sides. My sides got a little stale because almost all my sides are are like uh, baked in the oven, like kale baked in the oven with olive oil, broccoli baked in the oven with and blackened with olive oil. Right. So I had to like figure out some new sides. So that's what I've been working on. Oh, thinking about trying a like a baked mac and cheese th- this week, like the real cheese mac and cheese. Oh, okay. You watching Food Network because that's that's no. uh, that's all that's on. I mean, I know. I mean, uh, but- Food Network's replaced uh, you know sports in in my house. We default that that's like the the channel that when you turn the TV on, what it defaults to Food Network fifty three. Uh, well, we started just doing the we watched the Tiger Tiger King and Cheer last week. Okay, so Cheer first, then Tiger King. Now we're we got to figure out what's what's next. Oh, all I right. figure out you do the individual documentaries, or you do the you do the series. You know, Succession has been uh, recommended to me. Um, maybe Better Call Saul. I don't know. I got to figure out what's next. 
So that's, that's a big night to try and look at the queue and see what's next. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. Uh, today's show brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way in the all new GT four door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. And if you missed any of the Dan Patrick Show celebrity interviews this week from the Mercedes AMG Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen from inside the Mercedes AMG Man Cave, Mercedes AMG driving performance coming up next interesting you bring that up is everybody really watching the classic games that are on tv or are people only saying they're watching the classic games that are on tv replacing live sports that's next right here fox sports radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live fox sports radio the dan patrick show Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes. We have a planned week off. Uh, how much trouble you have in keeping your kids off their devices? I I've always been the bad guy. Okay, so I'm okay with it. Oh, all right. And you're you're the one that gets to say, "Hey, come on." No, I mean honestly. So my son, he knows like he's not. He has a phone for emergency use only. Like if he goes to school and nobody's home, so he texts us when he gets home, whatever. Mm. Or if he goes to somebody's house, he's got to have with him. Uh, but he's been able to use it. Uh, the biggest issue was you got kids that let's like text at all hours, his little buddies that have now access to it and girls. And it's funny, but it, it's just, you know, thousands upon thousands of texts. So we just shut the text off. He's not bad. I mean, he's never been a video game guy, but he's playing street three, uh, which is a skateboarding game. He loves, he got a little, got a little mad cause I beat him at two K. Um, oh, okay. He had the, and he had the warriors. And it was a close game, and I, I beat him with the Rockets. And I, just to prove my dominance, like, hey, look, I can beat you with any team. I'll beat you with the Rockets who can never beat the Warriors. Um, so he's okay because he's he still likes to get outside and do something. Um, the girls, you almost have to, like, physically take it from him and be the jerk, and that's kind of who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm good in that role. See, my daughter is now, the one thing is it's been okay, but now that she's doing these Zoom lessons for school, which yeah. are great, in the afternoon, she's like, hey, we all want to Zoom, me and Marlo and Jade and Quinn, we all want to Zoom. So they'll get their own personal time together, just kind of hang out. Yeah, like, cool. well, we didn't get a chance to hang out. Well, like, adults are doing that you with, saw a with, time. with uh, happy hour. You know that, yeah, right? my, my wife did, a, did adult happy hour on, on Saturday. And she came out of an adult happy hour two hours after she was in the office all by herself. She comes out at nine o'clock. Hey, what are you guys doing? I go, oh my God, you could really drink like that by yourself in front of a computer screen? Yes. That's amazing. I think it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Man, I mean, look, thankfully most bars, most states don't allow uh, smoking in their bars anymore. But like, remember, you used to go out and just... You, how much you pay for a drink and I could just go and hang out with the exact same people and I could hear the conversation. Or sometimes you go to a place like, I, I couldn't hear a word. And you can mute people who, if you, don't, you want to hear them talk. Right. Uh, I'm muting you. You're yes. muting you on the, on the corner right here. Yes. This I wish is, there was, there. you know what they should have? Like, now Zoom is a company that no one knew anything about. Oh, I wish ago. I had that stock in Zoom. Right? You know? But oh. whoever is like the next Zoom, you got to invent a Charlie Brown's teacher button, right? <laughs> so when somebody's talking, it's like, you know who I saw the other day? And then all of a sudden you press the button. Doug. Jason. Dan Patrick, right? Right. I that's what I need is we need a we that's the next the next step in Zoom Zoom 2.0 that's what they need. All right, I like that. My mine are like I have one that so I have one that's in the school where they they've been up and running. It's called distance learning. Yes. For like a week and a half now. Has all their, cl all their classes. The public schools even though they're doing it, 
they don't have because not every kid in the district has necessarily has access to internet. They can't. They're they're just reviewing still. It's kind of you know they have packets to do whatever, mm-hmm. but they can't teach them new stuff. You know, virtually. Um, but I have the one who's on all the time. She knows how to like have. She'll be watching something on Netflix, and then oh, you'll walk in the room and she'll flip back over to her class and she's like, hey, <laughs> "Hey, what? What are you doing?" Like people in the NCAA tournament, you have yes. the spreadsheet up, yes. then your boss walks away and they and they, well, they click back to the games. I mean, think about it now. Like solitaire, they haven't figured out solitaire yet. Solitaire is not as big, but if they do figure out solitaire, they'll never leave the device. You were addicted. Well, you had to be at some point addicted to solitaire, right? Oh yeah, solid. Well, now I play a lot of classic words. I'll play this game called Monkey Wrench now, mm. which is fantastic. Now I'm addicted to Monkey Wrench, which is finding these words that are all twisted up. Ah, oh, it's phenomenal. Okay, game. so you have not seen Tiger King yet? No, no, I've not seen yeah, Tiger. Are you King. guys going to start tonight? Uh, we have to start at some point because I, you know, after hearing everything about yes, it yes. and watching the promo, and right. it looks like. A Saturday Night Live, like it's a, one of those fake TV shows. This guy said, "I we have to watch this." He he has tigers. He's got a mortal enemy that wants him to not have tigers, and I think she's accused of killing her husband. And and there's polygamy. I'm like, uh, this sounds like everything I should be watching right now. Yes, it's it's one of those it's one of those stories where you're going to get done, and you're like, I mean, if you've lived, I've lived in Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma, but like, not really surprising that in Winniewood, Oklahoma. It existed and people knew. I have friends that went to the, went to it. Um, you will never, ever, ever eat eat a meal from a small zoo ever again after watching it. Whoa, really? Ever. ever. You will never. From a small ever. zoo? From a small zoo. Is it because the small... zoo's getting smaller when they serve food or is... <laughs> I just watch it. Um, you'll also think you know who... The one, the the good person is, and then I would say by episode three, you're like, yeah, no, they're all bad. Um, all right, so it's like Sons of Anarchy. All right, very yeah, good. Only real all life. Right. <laughs> there's there's so many different levels to it. There's there's drug use. Uh, there's horrible teeth. There's a <laughs> mullet. There's piercings in places that you don't want to have people discuss piercings. Um, yeah, it's it really. It checks every box for a bizarre subculture that somehow has existed for 20 years and only now we've become aware of it. And each one of those people could have their own documentary reality show mm. and no one would flinch. No one would flinch. See, and that's what I'm that's what I'm in for now is watching more of the docs and the sports documentaries and the reality shows. Because all, all the classic games that are on now, the, the games that are on from the past 10 or 15 years, I feel like I... I can see those games when I want to on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, but there's so many things I can you see forgot. Them. Aren't there things you forgot or things that you missed? You know, yeah, like, 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 there's, like, I'm sure there are. It's like like seeing a Will Ferrell movie. The second time you see it, you're like, oh my God, it's so much funnier because I know kind of the outcome of the movie. Now I can pay attention to the funny stuff. Well, yeah, it's a, with a lot of comedies because the jokes are layered the way they are. I just feel like if, I, if, if you're going to show me something I really want to see that you're going to show me a classic game, let me see an NFL game from like 1974. Let me see an NBA game from the late 60s. You know, let, let me see something where, wow, this is, some, I, I want to see what the broadcast looks like. I want to see what the players look like. I want to see how good they look. I want to see how good the game looks. Give me something that I really can't see. That I'd be in for. Um, yeah. I, I mean, look, I would love a Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing. Like, what you're watching, some of these NBA players have done this where they've gone back and, and, IG'd out a film of them in, in high school, in college, and and then talked about it 
you know, over IG, like made funny comments. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a show, you know, put up a famous game and then have those guys on social media or on, on you know, whatever, talk about what they were thinking right there. I think that'd be amazing. Patent pending, patent, patent that pending, idea. Patent, patent pending, patent pending, trademark. That works. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Dan. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. You're doing Colin, you're doing your show today, right? I'll be on Colin's show. I'm doing my show as well. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 